opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boys locker room. Listener discretion is advised. The advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it, which is nothing. Because <clears throat> I just realized that says more about me. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it's about you. It really does. <laughs> Podcasting with you is just a, a real kick in the son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of the Effed Up Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Martin, and across from me this fine day in the crow's nest is Dazzle Sugar Sparkles. Dazzle Sugar Sugar Sparkles. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to name me like my wife and everybody has tried naming her horse. Well. Have you heard the horse's name so I, far? I have not, but that is the, your unicorn name. Oh, my unicorn name. Yes. What is your unicorn name? I don't remember mine, but I wrote yours down because I thought it would come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, so do, you, do you want to hear the horse's name yeah, so sure. far? The new horse. It is Moonbeam's. Moonbeam, Sparkle Mane, Muddy Waters, Muffin Man, Simba, Manny Lenny. Is this like, uh, what was that show? <clears throat> they were they were having a baby, right? And they had a whole list of names. They had like 12 names that they were going to go with. And this was their second or third child. I don't remember which. And they said, uh, hey, you know, I'll tell you what. The husband said, it's no big deal. Um We'll, we'll just pick one of the names, and then we'll use them for the rest of them. At which point, the wife said, look, bad news. There's not going to be a next one. I done booked you a vasectomy downstairs, um, and this fine gentleman is going to escort you down there to do that now. So they ended up naming the kid, like, Martha, Georgie, Davy, Sally, something, something. <laughs> <laughs> gave, gave it the old ten <clears throat> names. Yeah. Now, this is, this is the horse with many names instead of the horse with no name. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't either. It's hard to hard to say, really. Um, but that's that's what we're going with right now. Be a real son of a bitch if you get uh, get mad, start yelling names. Just yell all of them. You think of a name, yell it. It's well, you'll probably going to stick to it. Be calmed down by the time you get through that fucking list. Well, that's the point. That's the point. Okay. Well, hey, uh, you know, now that we've got that kind of under control, um, <laughs> welcome. Um, let's talk a little bit about some fine people make this all worthwhile um we've got the livestock podcast in hepburn saskatchewan still looking at just one podcast episode i gotta do better but <clears throat> i mean it's been a month it's been a month and you're we've, giving us over a month and you've given us one of the people on you it's it's like are you wanting to be in the podcast world or you just want to say you're in the podcast world yeah i, I think he's one of those people that he identifies as a podcaster he's a hoser with a p <laughs> Seriously, Curtis, good work on that first episode. Let's hear some more. That's all he's got. No more tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> Maybe he's waiting on us to record. Well, I told him we would, but you know, it's after Easter. I mean, we could be after doing it. Easter. We could be doing it right now, Curtis. Also, um, Cliff Farms selling some attention semen. February fifteenth, twenty twenty-three. Yep, yep. Go check them out. And speaking of cattle, we've got Mo Cattle, the official cattle company of the 
effed up farming podcast. I thought you were going to go with the livestock podcast again on well, that Well, <laughs> it is, but we're not talking about that right now. We we have claimed it, and it has not been refuted yet, so we're we're going under the it. assumption that it's it's so, still going. We're pretty big deal. We're we're international, Mo yeah. worldwide. <laughs> mow, 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 mow. Also, we've got meat club lamps, best sheep's best people. Look them up. Sheep's not on the cheap. They do good job. Good job. They and do. Tommy Meek, again, no longer looking for a date for the Reasons Gala on June 3rd. I feel like you're really just sending this one home. But you're more than welcome <laughs> to show up to the Reasons Gala and try to steal him from his date. There you go. Shake Tommy's We're hand. We're all about that. We're all about that. Good. See a little drama. What's a gala without a little drama? Yeah. Man? What is a gala without a little drama? No doubt. And also we have Texas Beverage and Package. Um, excellent bourbons, whiskeys, spirits of all kinds. Is a fantastic selection, fantastic. especially tequila and bourbon and vodka. I've never really paid and that cocktails? much attention to the vodka selection, but it does seem like there's a lot. Like, like I think those are their biggest sellers. Just right kind there. of skimming over, it seems like a lot of vodka. And you go back to March, I mean, they had some really high quality uh, Irish whiskeys in there. I mean, they've probably got ones. something for you. They can find you something that will match your taste. I bet they can. And they've got beer. They do have beer. Mention the F Up Farming podcast, and uh, you know we'll see what kind of mood they're in. Some sometimes you might get a discount. M- might be negative ten, might be plus ten, might be zero. I guess it depends on how well he thought we did that week. There you go. Um, and also Ballard's Guns, check them out. You want something? He can get it for you. Make it dead. New ways to make stuff dead. New and fun ways to make more stuff dead. Boomsticks. I think he was even selling BB guns the other day. I'm just saying, he's got the boomsticks. You know why? Why? Because them bows and arrows is what got the Indians to eating government cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to get the smoke pole. And where do we buy our smoke poles? Ballard Guns. White Deer, Texas. There you go. All right. Well, thanks to all of our lovely sponsors. And with that, we're going to roll into our Texas Beverage and Package Booze Review. What do we got, Tyler? Well, what we got right here is a, a real funky number. Uh, it's called Old Bardstown, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is 50.3% alcohol by volume, which would be 101 proof. Okay. Um, it was distilled, aged, and bottled by Willett Distillery in Bardstown, Nelson County, Kentucky. Fifth generation of... I did not realize distillers. that Willett was in Bardstown, or that Bardstown in Willett. So I wonder if... Like the old or the Bardstown uh, whiskey brand? Is that a Willet? Do you know how many kinds of bourbon come out of Bardstown? A lot. Because it is the bourbon centre of Kentucky. The centre. Yeah, they spelled it T R E. The old way. Yeah, centre. Because it's centre's old. <laughs> um, Kentucky's finest. Old time sour mash. God. Okay. Every day. Never did. It's like a new experience. <laughs> it really is. Just like, what's going to happen? Not much of a pop on that one. No, it, it came out pretty easily. I'm not not a terrible lie. color on it. No, and I mean, you can tell by looking in the bottle that it's 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 going to be okay. It feels oily. I got a little, little dab on my finger, and it feels oily on my finger. Well, that's nice. You might hear in the background a little bit of whining, and that's not me or Tyler. That is actually the official dog of the Effed Up Farming Podcast. the official puppy. The official puppy. There you go. That's no dog yet. That's a puppy. He's a big puppy, but he's a puppy. He's a big puppy. 
Well, here he's a hillbilly. And a genius. He's both, yeah. I don't know. No, Not many. I don't think there's many hillbillies that get labeled breaking with barriers. the genius. So, breaking I mean, barriers. Well, you know, they say a genius is a man with uh, six toes on one foot. Is that what they say? What the, what movie was that? <laughs> I don't remember if it was a movie or a TV show. So he's like, you know what a genius is? Yeah, it's somebody's got six toes on one foot. <laughs> very sweet, very uh, f- uh, fresh on the nose. Fragrant, yeah. Um, floral yeah, almost. Floral. I don't know if florals, th- it's very, it's it's got some greenery it's, to it. Yeah, it's almost a mix between like a grass or a hay and a flower. Like maybe a flower that hasn't bloomed yet. Maybe or, it's kind of alfalfa. Or you take a mower, like a you do a Bill Murray in Caddyshack, just start mowing flowers down. Okay, okay. Um, it it it's got some legs, very defined, pronounced. She, she does have legs. legs. It's a little hot on the nose, but it's a hundred one proof, so it's not terrible. I'm getting a lot of that fresh. Hay yeah, a lot of fresh. Floral. Maybe a little cinnamon or spice at the very end of it. I'm not, I'm not really getting that. So just, much. just a little. See, I do get a, <coughs> a little bit of the cinnamon and the flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little spicy note. It's kind of hot. It is a little hot. It I got a little bit lips, back up underneath bit. my tongue, mm-hmm. and it kind of burned the bottom side of my tongue. That's uh, it's not quite as sweet as what it smells. No, oh, it smells very sweet. I mean, that's that's actually really smooth going down. Yeah, like it, very, it burns no, your burns your it numbs your lips. It burns your tongue just a little bit, but it's it doesn't burn you that bad. Oh, there's a, there's a little bit of burn after it, so it takes a second, it numbs it, and then it then it'll burn it just a little bit afterwards. It's almost got a bit of a like medicinal. So I'm not getting a lot of that to it, but I'm not getting a lot on the front, like on the front of my tongue. I'm not picking up much. What I'm getting is all at the back. It's a, uh, it's very grassy, and a lot of almosts, like almost sweet, almost vanilla, almost cinnamon. See, I'm not getting any vanilla. I said almost. I think at the very end, it's, it's kind of got- peppery. Okay, yeah, I think it's more peppery than cinnamony. Okay. Well, I said cinnamon or spice. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm getting like black pepper. At first, I was thinking cinnamon, but I think it's just because it's got that little bit of a sweetness, that fresh, yeah. sweet hay, meadow, flower, whatever we're going to call that there. Mm-hmm. And then it's got like some black pepper right there. Has a wonderful mouthfeel to it. It's sure nothing to complain about. I mean, there's there's sure nothing wrong with this. Um, I, I like it. It's it's good. It's um. Try that over ice. I am interested in it as well. I don't know that I like it better over ice. 
it loses that uh that good mouthfeel. It's not as crisp. It's kind of there's something almost sour about it, Royce. Well, it's made from a sour mash. Well, I know, but it's, it says right here. Yeah, I saw that underneath Kentucky. Old time sour mash. I don't think I like it over ice. I, I, I freshen mine a little bit. It's almost got a uh, a nice quality to it when you put it over ice. I'm not getting that. It's it brings out a little more spice, but it. Uh, Give me that bottle. Maybe I, maybe my ice had melted a touch more. It, it loses quite a bit. We'll just color her up just a little bit there. That's what I. That's what I did. All right, Tyler, you got you got ten seconds. Put a score on one, two, three, four, five, flat six, five, flat five. I, I hate to do this two weeks in a row. That's a five whiskey if I've ever tasted a that's, five. That's whiskey. an average whiskey. Um, it, 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 nothing wrong. I would drink it neat. Oh, yeah. He's just chewing on his toy. Okay. I was making sure that's what he had. But no, I, I agree with you 100%. That is a very average whiskey. It's a lot better neat than it is on the rocks. Uh, <clears throat> it almost got a little hotter over rocks. Like, it burns more, I think. That's, hmm. I would drink it. I mean. We're going to continue to sit here and sip on I don't, this. I don't know. I mean, it's a five. It's not one that I would go out of my way to track down. But no. uh, if I saw it somewhere and you know, I was kind of in the mood for something, maybe it'll touch fancier. Then maybe I'd, yeah. Maybe I'd go that route. But um, still beating J.R. Ewing. Yes, low man on the totem pole has not been dethroned. He's not the low man on the totem pole. That would be the old charter. Did old charter get lower than? I'm pretty sure. I'm gonna have to go back and fact check. We were pretty rough on the old charter. We were not friendly to old charter. By the way, they have that on sale at a store that I was in today. That I stopped to get some beer uh, for nine ninety nine a fifth. Nine ninety nine. So if you're gonna talk about a bargain. I don't know if that's like a bargain. It. It's just cheap. <laughs> it's just cheap. That's something. Sorry, that sorry, bud. I, I know that's your favorite, but uh, we, we're far, we're pretty far away on that one. You know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Just yours is fucking terrible. Yeah. So we got a three and a two on the J.R. Ewing and and <laughs> you all right, dog? Well, life's tough when you're a small dog. Hey, quit that. He's chewing on plugs. Oh, yeah, that's not a good idea. That's why I stopped him. Appreciate it. Just sit Where over here go? and be I a good it. dog, and I'll pet old, you. Old Charter. We've got a 3-2 and a 3. So oh. this is the the Old Charter is actually just, just beating it by a scope. Just a touch better than the old J.R. Ewing. Okay, well, that was depressing news. 
Um, old Bardstown, worth worth a shot. Worth um, a try. Not, not our favorite, but you know, I've had lots of people go in there and try the stuff that we've given high scores and say, eh, I don't know. But I've also Who had are guys they? Because they're wrong, and I would I've like to tell them that. I've also had guys go in there and pick our low-scoring stuff and say, man, I liked it. It was Y'all were pretty rough on it. I, I've so, heard that. I have heard that, that there have been people that have found some of our low-scoring stuff. I'm not going to get in an argue. This is all you know, pretty much opinion. It's what you like. And sometimes you taste something one day, and you have it again another time, and it tastes completely different. 100%. Oak and Eden gets better every time I drink it. Yeah. Well, and it's supposed to, though. That's the gimmick. They're gimmicking you on that one. Well, it's winning. And you've been gimmicked. Okay, fair enough. Well, let's move on over here and uh, let's do some killing the day. I don't want to. Okay, well, I'll kill the day then. Um, I am going to go with an oldie but a goldie, okay? We got our boy Buck Owens and Dwight Yoakam singing The Streets of Bakersfield. Yes, I've worn blisters on my heels something better here on the streets of Bakersfield Hey, you don't know me, but you don't like me Say you careless how I feel That is a good song. Man, it is. It is. And I like Buck Owens a lot. Dwight Yoakam, he's got some good songs. I'm not... I like, I like several of Dwight's songs. I'm not necessarily a Dwight Yoakam fan. A terrible fucking actor. Oh, he's just not a, great. Just a god-awful actor. He's not great. But he does a pretty good job with his old guitar and doing some singing. Mm-hmm. I've got to say, probably one of my guilty pleasures to listen to is his song, Dim Lights, Thick Smoke, and Loud, Loud Music. Why is that a guilty pleasure? I don't That's know. A I, good song. I like, like that song. Why are you ashamed to like that song? That it's probably one of, like, if I had picked 10 songs that I'd listen to on repeat, it would probably make that list. Okay. Because I, I just enjoy that song. Okay, well, that's... I don't know, maybe guilty pleasure or... However I said it wasn't the right way to say it, but it's still... I do like me some Dwight. Yeah, he does a good job. And I, like I said, I like that song and I like the Buck Owens and, and it's just... Yeah, it's catchy. They do and good I, I don't remember why I listened to that the other day. I think it was another one of those deals, me and Hurricane hanging out listening to music mm-hmm. and... You know, Teach her dog her. agrees. It's a good song. Yeah, teaching her the old ways. Yeah, and she's another one that would probably, you know, like Elvis, how she's a big fan of his fashion sense. Yeah, I think her and Dwight could probably get on the same. Page. You know, there are times he wears some some doozies of outfits: the, the tight jeans, the sequins, pleather jacket things. Yeah. Isn't he one that usually, like, if he's wearing a denim jacket, it's, like, bedazzled sometimes. Yes, he's it? big on the bedazzled yeah. jackets. Because there was a story, this guy went to see Dwight Yoakam. I don't remember where it was. And this guy comes out, you know, he comes out, and he sings his first song. And he's like, what the fuck is with this guy? He's got a denim jacket, and he's got, you know, blue jeans on. And he's just singing songs. And he said, it sounds cool, but he's not dancing. It's not a Dwight concert. And then about halfway through the second song, he turns around. And the whole backside of him just... When the spotlight hit it, it blinded you. It's like looking at a diamond. So, not for me, but, I mean, you know, I was pretty young in the 90s. That is, that is true. Fun fact, that song was recorded in 1988. I thought it would have been older than that. I didn't, but that's a year older than I am. Yeah, no, I actually thought it was an older song than 88. Well, <clears throat> learn something new every day. There the you more you know. The more you know. 
rainbow. All right. Well, Tyler, I'm sending this one out to my lovely wife after I spent all morning with her letting cows out of pens. Um, South I Dakota hope this Wild song one. is better than the name is, but. South Dakota Wild one? I think you're going to get in trouble. But we'll do it. She sent South this Dakota to me. Wild one by the Desi. Deslondes and Riley Downing. I never knew about a daddy, but a mama had two strong arms. And the nice guitar picking man who tried to keep her warm. Johnny was a punk rock boy that had a soft spot. Well, I think we all know where that song was going. Yeah. Good song. A little slow for my current mood. It is, but it's still a decent song. Yeah. I like it. <clears throat> but she sent that to me a while back and figured I'd go ahead and plug it on You said you need to go ahead and promote this as my theme song? I don't think it's her theme song. I think she just liked it. Well, you dedicated it to her. And generally, whenever you dedicate a song to someone, it like reminds them. Well, yeah, because they talk about a South Dakota wild one. Yeah. That would be my wife. Okay. <laughs> not gonna get Is this trouble. the same one that hours ago was saying that we couldn't stay all night at the Reasons Gala because of bedtime at 9 o'clock? Yes. The one who is 2.51 in the afternoon downstairs napping because she had two beers at lunch. Well, two short know, beers at lunch. Yeah, I've been there. I don't nap, but I've I've been there. <laughs> it happens. Okay, good song, good song. Okay, Royce, I got some news that we're gonna. You got some cover. news? We're gonna cover some news. Hang Breaking on. Breaking news. You want to go on a squirrel hunt? I no. Yes. I don't know. I bet my mom will buy the beer and the bullets. We need subsonic 22 rounds. I've got some. What we need is a silenced 22. So we might have to hit up Ballard's guns. You don't I don't think you need a silencer with the subsonic ones, do you? Well, well, they are substantially quieter. But if you get the silencer on there, it is damn near. Just. Yeah. It's like the movies. Quiet. <laughs> Because all of the subsonic does is it takes the crack out of the twenty two. Yeah. The silencer. That's what takes care of the real noise. Well, they're not an especially loud bullet anyway. They're kind of loud. Not especially loud. Compared to my 257 Weatherby Mag, no. There, you exactly. can't even fucking hear them. But well, not after you fired a couple rounds out of that one. You can't. <laughs> I like. Ear protection, I like to see where the bullet went by the vapor trail, and I like to feel the blowback on my face. (laughs) If it doesn't cinch my facial hair, what was the point of actually shooting? Man, I love that gun. Uh, Ballard's guns. But uh, So anyway, uh, the squirrel dug up my mama's potted plants on her back porch again. That son of a bitch. Let's go get him. All right, guys, we're going to leave you here. Maybe we'll be back in a little bit if we don't wind up in jail. 
I think that would be more of a uh, night hunt. What's that? Because I know a guy that's got a couple thermal scopes. I think it would be fun to go squirrel hunting <laughs> in the be. dark. And say, if we get those quiet ass twenty two bullets, nobody's gonna know we're shooting in town. We won't wake them up. What if we borrow the guy that's related to the person with the thermal scopes cousin's uh crossbows? Crossbows with a thermal scope. Strings and sticks got the Indians <laughs> to eat government cheese. What is a step above? Because you still got a trigger. No, because no. No. All no, right. You're just, you're right, just noping, noping no. out of this one. That's no. But anyway, that's not the news that I wanted to talk about. I just happened to catch that text message coming through. Um, okay. Marlin, Texas. Do you know where that is? Marlin, Texas. That is that is south of here. It is south of here. Um, it's pretty close to a friend of ours. Good listener of the podcast that still listens. Confirmed. Clarendon College graduate. Okay. Spearman, Texas. Yep. Down by uh, Wacko. Wacko. Down by Wacko. South of Wacko. South East, I believe. Because I was going to guess around Dallas, but it's it's south of that. Yeah, it's south of... Uh, I'm real sure it was southeast of Wacko, because I looked it up the other day. Okay. They, like many other people, were about to have a graduation ceremony. Okay? Because it's the end of May. High school seniors, you know, they're done with school. They're moving on. Right? Yes, sir. It's a glorious time. It's a time of rebirth, growth. Marlin, Texas, scrapped their high school graduation. Their entire high school graduation. Yes. Because of? Technically, they just are postponing it until June or July, tentatively. They're penciling it in for the middle of the summer. Did the school get destroyed? No. Taken over by bats? No. Huge, keep guessing. Keep guessing. Huge Come rat. on, keep hurling these guesses. Huge out. rat infestation. Negative. Carried off by cockroaches. No. All of the seniors wet their pants one day and sewed their. I'm guessing that that might not be <laughs> unlikely, but no. I'm out of ideas then. So Marlin, Texas, not a real big, big school. They've got 33 kids in the graduating class. Okay. Guess how many of them failed to make the minimum requirements for graduation? 32. 28. 28. <laughs> 28 of 33. Quick math, that's five. <laughs> got it done. How does that happen? I, I don't that's know. That's like an 80% failure rate. I think it's higher than that. Yeah, it's somewhere in there. Um, I'm just doing five out of 30. Well, yeah. 84%. I was, I was fairly close. Technically 85 because it's 0.848. Um, but I, <laughs> so there was some of them that didn't make the uh, attendance. They got to make up some days. Okay. There was some okay. that their grades weren't good enough. They're going to have to do a little summer school. Okay. Um, they told the five. This is really kind of why I brought this up, and this this is infuriating to me. You've got to let the five walk. They told the five that it's not fair for them to have a graduation before the others have a chance to get caught up. That is horseshit. 
it is not fair for those five to have to wait. Yeah, because, I mean, like, what if they were going to go into the military and, you know, they're leaving middle of June or yeah. July or August. Maybe they had a big- maybe Maybe they're going to leave before this happens. Maybe they've got a job. They're going to go to Australia and work. Maybe they're going to go volunteer in Africa. I was going to say like, backpacking got, across Europe. I mean, they they've got shit planned. They yeah. did their work. They're being rewarded. And then... They should be honored for being fuck you for not being in with the other twenty eight Gunzel fucks. Fuck you. We're gonna we're gonna celebrate mediocrity. We're gonna gather around a Ford Focus and give it some applause, bud. That just I feel sorry for those kids. I do too. Um, it's I it's, would if it was in my power, guys, I would give you a diploma right now. Well, and okay, so whenever I graduated, I'm guessing it was probably similar to whenever you graduated. Uh, everybody walked, everybody got their diploma holder thing. There wasn't a diploma in it and you didn't get your diploma. They mailed it to you like a week, two weeks, a month later after, because they hadn't figured up all of the semester tests and da, 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 da. And if you streaked naked, they said that they would keep your fucking diploma forever. And I think that is a because lot. That's how, that's how white deer does, it. but they had, they knew you they pretty knew well who, knew if you were going to make it or not. But yeah. everybody walked. If no, you wanted not, to walk. Not everybody was, was allowed. I think the people that they knew weren't I could see if you didn't were, qualify. Like, if you were a good good stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But like if you could take a class over the summer or something to knock it out. Everybody yeah, walked. I think so. Um, so like, why didn't they just have their graduation ceremony and say, all right, so we're going to give these five first because they're done. They mm-hmm. earned them. So 28 are a little bit preemptive. We're going to just hope that they can squeak it out. Which, and I understand the attendance deal, that um, somewhat. You know, it's a small town, maybe a farm community. Maybe they had had to go help on the farm or something like that. Missed a few too many days or were out for ag. And the for some reason, there was a mistake and didn't get everything excused like they were supposed to. You know, things like that. Or you got to make up a few days. Um Man, I still feel like they should have caught this soon enough that they could okay, have Okay, so fixed there was it. one that was taking an online course of some sort, and they didn't take their test in time. So the only the next time that they can possibly test for this is on June 15th. And the parent's like, well, I mean, this is horseshit. You know, we didn't know that he had to do it before graduation. It's like, well, I mean, graduation tends to be the end of the fucking year. Um, perhaps yeah. you should have, like, read a syllabus. Yeah, I'm sure it's stated somewhere. Online courses are a son of a bitch. I understand that. I took them. I hate them. Those were my lowest scores by far. But I mean, I I took a high school kid. Okay, yeah, sure. Maybe we don't put that 100 percent on the high school kid. Maybe we do like a 60 40 split. I don't know. I feel like should have been more involved in that. I feel like these kids should be better at online courses because they've had basically two years. Of nothing but online Well, that's courses. true, but we, but all, I we also, all know they don't know a goddamn thing because they were sitting at home for fucking COVID because whatever. Yeah, but no, and I would agree with you. Uh, online courses are, are terrible. I took one semester of online courses, and that's one of the reasons why I spent five years, like my wife liked you to point out. took victory lap. Yep. 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 My victory lap was pretty weak. I didn't have a full schedule at all. So oh, I, I still feel confident in making fun of your victory lap. I don't know my. I know the last semester of my victory lap, it was pretty easy. wasn't very tough at all. Ross, I had one class my entire fall of my victory lap. Was that your student teaching? No, that was my spring. Oh, I was right. done 
by 2 o'clock on Monday. Well, that's kind of nice. And I didn't start until 10 or 11 or noon. Fuck, I don't remember. That's kind of nice. It was a long class, but I was done Monday afternoon. Nothing wrong with that. So that was a pretty fucking weak that victory. Was pretty, that was pretty weak. What I took was a victory lap. That, that, you're right. My hat's off to you, sir. Um, but anyway, and and you know, there was there was this other deal. Parents aren't involved enough with their child's education. Or For really sure. just their children at all. Because I saw a deal, and I'm not going to mention any names, but I saw a deal on Facebook of this guy and his kid, and, and you know, the girl just graduated or whatever, and the mom of this child posted in the comments well you know this is these are the type of events that i wish you would tell me about because i would have liked to have been there for the graduation that they're not having no this is a different deal oh okay this this is a different town different group of people okay. <laughs> this is just proving my point that parents aren't involved enough with their child right like i don't care how divorced you are you should know that your kid's about to graduate and say, hey, maybe I'll give him a shout and see what's up. <laughs> see, if, maybe. see if we're going to have a graduation or a, a, a promotion ceremony. And, or I, a, and I don't know. Maybe that mother's just crazy and the kid has distanced himself from said crazy mother. I don't know. I don't know. And I, there could be a lot more going on than you think on that one. Also, don't air your dirty laundry out on Facebook. Uh, you know, that is a pretty good rule. I feel like that everybody but should know that, but no. I feel like that specifically makes you look worse than everybody else. That is one that they, they thought they were going to get some sympathy points for, and it, it's definitely going the wrong no, way. No, because now you got a podcast, hundreds of people that don't even know who the fuck she is, <laughs> is going, what a cunt. That lady has got to be a terrible mother. But I'm hoping we're making some listeners feel better about their own parenting techniques through that. No doubt, no doubt. But anyway, this whole deal, this, the, the Marlin deal, that is wild to me that they canceled it for the five. That is, yeah. that's It sucks to be those five. Those five are getting the shaft. Well, and so, like, how hard are you going to work in college whenever you say, well, I mean, fuck, they canceled graduation because nobody got their shit done. So, like, I, I guess I can do whatever I want. They're going to hold everybody back for me. Uh, they're going to see what the bell curve is like, and they're like, it's no shit. Look at that. And, you know, this is why, like, the other day we had field day at the at the school. It, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the peewee track meet, whatever you call it. We call it field day. And I was telling her, I, I was kind of on her ass. It's like, hey, man, because we talked beforehand. I said, how fast are you going to run? She said, as fast as a greyhound. And I said, all right, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> and so she gets done running this race, and I, I holler at her, and she's a pretty good ways away from me. And there's a few people that we know that were – Sitting there next to me, I said, hey, Hurricane. And she looked at me, and I said, that didn't look as fast as a Greyhound to me. And she's kind of... So she growled like one instead. Like, don't growl at me. You run faster. And everybody's like, man, you're so hard on her. I'm like, well, you know, from a young age, I feel like we have to teach our children that it's not enough to want to win. You have to hate to lose. That is a good way to put it. If you had more of that mentality in Marlin, Texas right now, I bet they'd be having a graduation ceremony tonight. At least for five people. Maybe maybe it would have spurred 20 of the other 28 to kick their shit together. (laughs) You'd like to think at least another five. (laughs) Come on. And this isn't a parenting podcast, but do better, people. Really? I like to think our listeners are doing good, but tell your neighbors. Get on their ass. <laughs> Just go next door right now. Start yelling at them. <laughs> Start parenting the parents. 
Okay, you got something you want to talk about? Or no, you want go me, ahead. You want me to go again? Um, okay, so have you seen the meme? This is going to be a little bit more serious conversation. Of the guy standing in the field that, you know, it ain't much, but it's, but it's honest, honest work. work. Poor guy died. I saw that. Had a car wreck this weekend. I had seen that. Sad deal. Just want to say RIP, because I'm sure we've all seen that meme. Um, seemed like a good guy from what I read about it, they did yeah, the story the, on him. He was salt of the earth from what I, I saw. Yeah. Good it's person. Not much, but it's honest work. And that's what he was into, was honest work. Yeah. I feel like that was an actual quote from him. I'm pretty sure it was, and that's how they got the meme started. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so I've got one here that's uh, that that was all I had to say about that. Um, this one is a little bit different. It's a little agriculture related. Okay, so I saw a guy on, um, I think it was LinkedIn, maybe it was Twitter, whatever. He's promoting this bull sale that he's having. Okay. Okay. And he was selling, I don't know, 30 bulls. And he said, you need to come because either we have what you're looking for or we can tell you what you really need. Bold statement. Would you go to that guy's sale? I I think I'm going to tell that guy to fuck off. Like, if, if you go to a guy's place, because it was a private treaty type sale. Like, it wasn't auction. It was like, you know, you show up to the farm, and he's got them all pinned up, and pick the one you want, and he gives you a price. Okay. So, if you show up to this guy's sale, and he tells you, it's like, you know, hey, this is what I got right here. It's like, well, you know, I'm looking for this. Oh. <laughs> uh, you don't want that. <laughs> no, sir. You that are is a, not what you're looking You for. are a fucking moron for looking for that. Basically, what he was telling people. That's what it sounds like. How long do you stay? I I think I just turn around and leave. Okay. Depends on how far we get into it before I start talking to him, but it might be right after I hit him. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's Am I walking by and I hear him say that to somebody else? Or... I just slip him a Mo Enterprises business card. There you so, go. We're a lot less hey, pushy. Why don't you come with us? We got something that but you... But he went on this big, long deal on, on... I think it was LinkedIn. It might have been Twitter again. But he was talking about how, you know, so many people show up to his house and they want to buy these bulls and they're looking for stuff. And he's like, man, your cow herd must be atrocious because this is what you need in cattle. These are the traits that you want and need. And I understand, like, we're in the cattle business and we push kind of a certain, certain deal. But, like, we're not upset if you say, no, this doesn't fit what I need or what I want. You know, we want... Low birth weight cattle that grow good, have some marbling, and they they look good and they're sound. Yeah. So, like, technically, we probably could fit in about anybody's herd. I would like to think so. But we're not saying if our bulls don't fit your cows, you need different cows. I know. That's, that's a little pretentious. Um, and I almost get where he's coming from in a way because he's – He's trying to make himself sound better, like he knows more. Um, and there's probably a lot of people out there that just your weekend guys that have 20, 30 head, have one bull. They just do it as a hobby because they want to get out of town. Uh, because I think your average, I know 10 years ago, your average herd of cattle was like 30 or 50 head. It was somewhere in there. 
It wasn't a big hurt. I, I would believe that 100% because there's a lot of places that ground costs so much you can't afford to have. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's it's people that have day jobs. Right. Um, because you can't fucking make any money in the well, cattle business. Yeah, exactly. Boys, that's why I've got a job. Yeah. They, they do it more as a hobby. And, you know, a lot of those people, they haven't studied it like you have. They just, you know, grandpa had a herd, so I'm going to have a herd. And, you know, this is the land we've got, so I'm just going to keep running 50 head of cows, and I kind of play with it. And if that's what you want to do, that's fine. I'm not saying anything bad about that. But having... Finish finish where you're going. So, I mean, where he's coming from is those people, he could probably help them make more money. But for a lot of them, it's not about the money they make. They're just trying to break even. They're trying to continue on the legacy. You know, it's cool to have cows. You, you see what I'm saying I, there? I understand what you're saying, but, I mean, like, what if this guy has low birth weight cattle? And you've already got a low birth weight herd, but you need to bring your size up a little bit. You're going to be keeping heifers out of it. Then you don't need then his... Then how are his cattle going to help you? He'll find a way. Because it sounds like he's a shyster. A little bit. That's, a, that's you know, the vibe I got. And maybe he's got a range. Like, he, he breeds some to be low birth weight. Maybe he breeds some to be a little higher birth weight. You know, we can find something. If you're opinionated your enough to make that statement that he can tell you why you're wrong and why you need his bulls, I'm pretty sure he's got a type and kind that he really likes. I'm guessing you're right, but I would like to think more my direction. Because if I'm going to make that statement, I'm, I'm going to have a selection of bulls. Because I'm going to be able to look at your herd and say, oh, you got this going on. All right, well, you need bull number 52 over here. Well, and we've, you know, we've he, multiple times. He's going to fit your... We've made the comment that, you know, we want you to get what you need. Now, if we can push you in a certain direction and maybe help you out some, that's <clears> fine. But if we don't have it, we will call you back next year. We're not going to sell you something that you don't need. Oh, yeah, for sure. In Especially order, if we know what you've got. Because, you know, that's how you sell one bull. We want to sell lots of bulls. We want to sell 10 bulls over 10 years. Yeah, we want to, yeah. Be, we want to be your bull uh, supplier. Yes. And, and I, I don't think the way that this guy's particularly going about it, he's no, going to get a I would lot guess you're of probably right. business. Yeah, that's... Unless you just happen to have his type and kind of cattle. Yeah. Then, fuck, you might be his best friend. I mean, if you agree with him on that statement that his cattle are the end-all, be-all of cattle, you're probably, probably pretty For sure you're, you're happy with what he's got, and so you're going to keep going back. But if you're one of those guys that's kind of on the fence and or even knows what you want, and, he tell, and you show up there thinking he might have it, and he doesn't, and he tells you that you're wrong, I bet you don't go back. I bet you don't leave with anything either. I would be surprised. But either that or he has got a he is a silver tongue devil. I don't think you have to be that silver tongued if that's how you advertise and people show up. You know what I mean? I hear you. Like you see my thought process there in that. Like if I basically tell you I'm gonna call you an asshole and you need to buy this bull, and you show up to my sale, well, I mean, you had it coming. Obviously, you're you're looking to buy. Like, you was in a bind. You needed a bull. You had some bulls froze or nuts. Something went, a, <laughs> went, a, went awry. <laughs> you need bulls. These are the last 30 bulls in the fucking tri-state area. <laughs> like, we is going here, and we is buying some. Do you remember what kind of cattle they were? 
Nah, they were black. Okay, well. Could have been Simmental. They were up north, so probably Simmental or Mains. Okay. Maybe some Keys. Limousine. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just, a, just a, a strong, strong statement to make on that deal. I don't know. And that's, uh, you know, I almost told you to put this under stupid social media. But I, I don't think that know can, that I think that can go under stupid, stupid media. but it's pretty fucking close to it. I mean, it's something stupid he said on social media. I think it counts. But I just really wanted to make sure that I was right in my thought that it was stupid to portray that particular yeah. vibe. And I'm guessing, like I said, I'm guessing he he came off strong. It sounded better in his head than what it came out yeah. as. Like he meant to say, we can find something that will fit your herd. Yes. And then he... Really hit the old Donald Trump turbo <laughs> tweet. He, he may or may not have been taking what was it Nyquil? Not Nyquil. Uh, Ambien. Ambien. He was <laughs> when he made that. Maybe he that just quote. drank a bottle of Robitussin. I don't know. He was robo tweeting. <laughs> needed the Tussin. Tussin fix everything. Put some Tussin on Broken it. Broken leg. Cough. Put some Tussin on that shit. But yeah, that, that's very interesting. Okay. Well, it looks like you got some fuck ups. Yeah, you want I, I, at least this one. Um, Which uh, one? Th- this one. The, mm. That does not look good, Tyler. Okay, my question to you: Is that tractor running? I think it is. I don't know if that's blow by or what, but I don't think it's just the shadow. Look at the tire. It's it's oily. Everything is coated in oil. He is he's getting oil places he should not be getting oil. See, at first, whenever I looked at this, I thought the tractor was on fire. I was looking at the and I think there's probably some burning going on there because there is a lot of oil, as previously mentioned. I mean, and the it's got to be getting on that, that block. side window is is coated. But I mean, because it, it's and you're right because it's not just coming out of the exhaust. The whole engine's smoking. Yeah. That is, uh, I'm curious. What? Okay, the I'm fuck saying turbo there. Turbocharger fail or runaway diesel. I could buy a runaway engine because I mean it's putting out some fucking exhaust. And I could also see a turbocharger fail because the way the turbo cycles oil through it, I think it dumps. See, oil but places. I don't think that would make as much sense with the oil coming out on this side, like or the smoke off the block. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. And all the oil on the the windows and the tires and the ground. I'd, I'd say I'm seeing another runaway diesel. So we, we've kind of covered it, but I'll go ahead and touch it a little more. What we got here is a John Deere tractor that is just a billowing some white puffy smoke out of the exhaust, and the engine's smoking. We got oil on the ground. We got oil all over the front tire and probably the back inside door but I can't see that, so I don't know for sure. And this thing is a running. So what, I, what I'm seeing here is motor already blew, need to shut down before even worse, like on fire, because I'm pretty sure that's where that's headed. That's fixing to have an oil fire on the engine and the way everything is coated. That's Okay, Royce, time burn. out. Time out. You pull up to a field. You're, you're taking your hired man some seed. Y'all are putting seed in the, in the planter. Tractor starts doing this. What do you do? Stand back and shit my pants. Okay. That's fair. You? 
I'd like well, to think I was, I'd run I was up there going more of, do you kill the tractor or do you, we don't need no water, let the motherfucker burn this, this, this guy. Okay, so where he is, he's in good plowed ground. Looks like there's a little bit of a breeze, but not a high wind. At this point, he might just let the fucker burn. Let it seems take like care the of kind it. of deal that you're going to end up spending lots of money to replace it. Like, I'm going to say two-thirds of that tractor is pretty fucked at this point. I mean, for sure, and I don't know what size that is, but we did just get done, I think a year or two ago, putting an engine in a tractor. You're looking Did at you put 40. a new engine in it or did you overhaul an engine? No, we put a new engine in it. Okay. Uh, short block. But for the, the parts and labor for deer to do it, it was right came in right under $40,000, I want to say. Okay. So it might be worth saving. Uh, it depends on what your insurance deductible is, how old that tractor is. Does, yeah, I mean, I guess insurance would cover that. If it burns down, it Probably would. not if you record it and put it on Instagram. They might have some extra the, the, questions at this yeah. point. But yeah, no, I think if uh, if it burns, I think insurance would cover it. You know, I was I was just curious. Just replacing is... the engine? No, insurance isn't, isn't going to eat that one. That That's on you. I'm just curious if this was one of those deals to where, uh, you know, like your dad always said with his old glinger, he said, this some bitch catches on fire one more time, I'm going to let it fucking burn. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that, that's, a, that's a tough call to make. Um, and also, you got to worry about getting up there and getting the key shut off and worrying about the damn thing catching on fire. Because all that smoke's going over the far side, over where the door is. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know it it would I I don't know what I would do there I don't know but I do agree with that one comment that the engine's fucked at this point oh yeah I'm I'm sure like you was burning some oil and you're probably about to be out looking at the rate that it's burning I almost wonder what the sound is with she doesn't have a have a bad knock yet. But she does sound like she is running. It fast. almost sounds. I wish I could hear what, see what that's really hooked up to, because it almost sounds like you got a fan like off a planter or an air seater going in the background there. And it may be. All you can see is part of the hitch. Back. No hydraulics, maybe. I thought it's hooked up to a plow at first, but it's it's hard to tell really. I don't know. That's a that's a pretty good fuck up. That is. That's. Don't know if it was an accident. Somebody did something wrong, but it is. That is fucked up. No doubt. That one so. above it's pretty impressive. All right, let's go ahead and do another one. We'll do one so more. So I'm guessing on this one, it's a little it's a little tractor. Can you see the number on that? 6420. It's a 6420. Um, I'm thinking they're trying to pick something up that's a touch too heavy because the old cylinder's shooting out a little oil. And boom. No, I, I think the seals were already gone. And maybe they were trying to... Uh, I'm not sure what they're trying to do there, but yeah, they they throw the end of the cylinder off. Yup. And then they just keep... Uh, no. But see, I'm, I'm wondering because they've got rags down there and they've got the punch through where the pin's supposed to go. You think they're trying to shoot the end of the cylinder off? I don't... Maybe they are. I think the rags down there, I think maybe they had a leak of some sort. 
and they were still trying to I mean, they might not be trying to pick up much because that that's moving fairly free yeah it's it's not like it's struggling it I mean, you look at it's it; it's not even on it when it moves. But it's not even the coming out of the seal. It looks like it's coming out of around the. Sh- the it looks like cap. it's coming out around the uh, like cap or whatever yes. you call it. Yeah. So I don't know. I would say catastrophic failure if that is not what they were going back going for. I'm kind of surprised that that other cylinder held it so well, though. You would think after you blow one of those cylinders, the other one is going to start letting it blow by to the other side. You would think and so. And just drop that whole front end. Unless they've got something underneath it. But I'm seeing a comment saying, getting an end seal out of a hydraulic cylinder like that is a complete pain in the ass. Had to do it to a forklift cylinder, and it took hours and hours of picking to get it free. So maybe that is what they were trying to do. They were trying to get the end seal out. Okay. Seems dicey to do that, but... I understand why the other guy's standing back. I also don't understand why they have the fucking hood open. Because they don't want to have to clean the hood? They'd rather just deal with the They'd rather just clean the smoking? fucking engine? I guess. I don't know. It seems like it'd be a lot easier to just clean the hood. I don't know. And the tractor's running, so you know it threw that, that fan through the fucking oil back all over the right. windows and stuff. I'm surprised you cannot actually see it on the hood right there. Or on the window right there, but yeah. I think you can right there, right in the middle. I think that little haze right, Maybe right it there, is, yeah. I think that is oil. It could be, because, you know, you get pretty fine mist to that stuff. Mm-hmm. Until you find some dust. Yeah. Then it gets out of control. Then you can't see shit. No doubt. No doubt. Well, Royce, you got anything else you want to talk about here? I told you to look up some, some good topics. Yeah, but I didn't think we were going to podcast it noon on. Well, it's not noon, but whatever. Um. Okay, I got I got another one for you. It's kind of news, um, not not real ag related, but I'm going to anyway. Okay, so there is this girl. Okay, she started a GoFundMe to get her dog's knee surgery done. Understandable. It's expensive. It's expensive. I get that. I understand why people would probably go the GoFundMe route on that. Here's my problem. You know who this girl is. Really? She has been a contestant on not only Cutthroat Kitchen, but as well as Hell's Kitchen. And on Hell's Kitchen, they called her the rich girl that didn't really need to be there because her daddies owned five high-end restaurants in Florida. Okay. Florida and New York. And she herself is obviously a chef. Has a restaurant. How do you feel about her having a GoFundMe to get her dog's knee surgery done? Not great, bud. Not great at all. Okay. Glad I'm not the asshole on this deal. Yeah. No, I think if... Uh, unless she just fallen on hard times and her coke habit got out of control. And then I feel sorry for the dog not being able to get the adequate care that it's supposed to get. I mean, I'm all about saving the pupper. I am too. Let's fix the pupper. But. I'm going to say. At what point do you cut back on your lifestyle instead of begging for money on the internet? Right. Because I'm going to go with you on that. 
and say that yeah that that seems uh i'm not opposed to the gofundmes i'm not opposed to fundraisers for people for example today i bought a raffle ticket at the liquor store for a bottle of blanton's gold to help pay for uh or the oh, guy died and they were trying to get his body back to guatemala to his family okay i kicked in two bucks bought a raffle ticket yeah hey i like blanton's two they're nice people I don't know the guy that died or the Guatemalans, but the people that run the liquor store, the girl yeah. that was selling the raffle ticket, you know, I'm fine with that kind of stuff. Yes. But if you have uh, your profile picture on Instagram is you in hell's kitchen, maybe you don't need the GoFundMe. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Cause on she that. was on like three fucking seasons. No, two seasons. Of Hell's Kitchen? Yes, because she lost one, came back for a... Redemption. Redemption. And then she's been on Cutthroat Kitchen. And and whenever she was on Cutthroat Kitchen, they were talking about how wildly successful her fucking restaurant was. And you look at her pictures and videos, because I follow her. She's... I mean, I used to think she was pretty cool. No, not not so much It's starting to cool on her a little bit. Yeah, not so much. Pretty only good so far in this book, Royce. But, um... She's got a super nice apartment, house, whatever she has. Like, just fucking sell something. Right? Get your fucking dog fixed. Don't prey on people online to pay to get your dog yeah, fixed. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, like that does if you, seem pretty It, it almost seems like if you have to beg for money, you should probably beg somebody to come take your fucking dog. Because they deserve a better home. I, I was going to almost make that comment, that if you have to... If you have to go to GoFundMe to get your dog fixed, maybe the people that get your dog fixed get your dog. Well, that's going to be hard. To <clears throat> but that's, I, that's on a crowdfunding deal. That is going true. to be. Pretty, hang on, just a second. Hello. Hello. Are you going to graduate? Hey, are you going to graduation with me? Isn't that like seven o'clock? Okay. Is Hurricane going with us? I don't care. If she wants to. Well, I don't even know where she's at. Uh, the mama's house? The Graham? At Graham's? Should we leave her there? Or just take her with I don't care. Make a decision. It really does not matter to me. I don't want to make the decision. That's what I'm telling you. Well, if she doesn't want to go, then I'll just stay home with her. Just ask her if she wants to go. Okay. Okay. You're great podcaster right now, by the way. Oh, shit. (laughs) I forgot. Okay. Love you. Bye. (laughs) You You don't have anything else you want to say to the people? Hey. <laughs> no. Hey there, hi there, oh there. You're on the Effed Up Farming Podcast. This better? You are not coming you are not coming across real friendly right now. <laughs> you can giggle all you want. People are gonna be sending me messages like, hey bud, you okay? It's it's not gonna be in your podcast, so it's fine. Oh, it's not gonna no, be. Oh, huh? you better you better not dare him on that one. <laughs> know how that goes. 
You're going to cut it out. Or you're going to cut it off, right? Yeah. Love you. <laughs> wow, that, that went that went further than I thought it would. It was an inside joke between me and Evan. He doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, so I'll cut all that out. <laughs> so, we're back. Had to, had to deal with a family crisis, apparently. Sounded like it. Some sort. Um... I don't know what you got there, Russ. I just looking, looking at pizzas. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> why are you looking at pictures of pizzas? I was, I was looking up uh, news headlines, and it's just all turned into this one. What about pizza? No, I got three in a row that are the same from seventeen years ago. How far back have we gone? I don't know even know what the fuck you're looking at. How far back did I click? Oh. The very end. (laughs) So apparently you can look up all of the news headlines for the last 17 years on AgWeb. Well, that's fun. Did you see that the Supreme Court sided with farmers, or a couple at least, on a WOTUS ruling? I did not. So that's good news. There you go. Because I had heard something about they were putting, trying to get WOTUS back on track. Because you know they had canceled it after Trump got elected and they were trying to do something with it again. Because the WOTUS was like way overreaching on what it was doing. Yeah. You know, it was, I think they were trying to claim that like our Playa Lakes would be counted in the WOTUS ruling. They have to be. Yeah. It's waters of the United States. Horrible. Horrible. It's not going to be great for anybody, but. But yeah, the the fact that they sided with the couple over something they were doing in a lake, uh, I thought that was good news. Well, that's good. What were they doing in the lake? Was it dirty? I hope not. Okay. With an Idaho couple. And of course, EPA is disappointed by the seem by the Supreme Court's ruling. Well, obviously. I'm pretty anti-government at the moment, Royce. And I am too. I've been I've been listening to the old uh, the terminal list. Government is not your friend. No, it's for not James Reese's friend. That's for damn sure. For sure. But he's getting them back. Did you know? Did you know that North Dakota? Is the only state with less than 50% of their corn planted? The only state. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. I'm a little surprised. I was a little shocked by that, too, because we got lots of flooding reported in other areas, I thought. Maybe that all subsided and they got it in the ground, but... Hmm. I don't know, that's corn in this. 
Of the top 18 corn-growing states, North Dakota has the least corn planted at 32% planting progress. It is well behind the five-year average of 50. However, farmers in the area made significant progress from just 5% the week ending May 14th. So just a little over a week ago, they planted... Boy, howdy, they planted 30% of their corn. Them boys has been hitting it hard. Been hitting it real hard. Good for them. Putting them 12 rows to fucking work now. Because that's all they got up there. Well, I bet there's some guys with some eights. <laughs> well, I meant that's the biggest they got up there. I bet there. they ain't got no 16s. 24s? Maybe a few 16s. 48 unheard of. They're Definitely like, no, not. that's bullshit. That's a myth that John Deere put out there. Nobody's playing corn with a 48 row plant. What are you fucking high? <laughs> there's another podcast I listened to. A couple of farmers do that it's, uh, they're not in as Illinois. Good as ours, yes. Oh, not as good as ours. Definitely not. That's why I'm not even going to name it on here. But they were talking, one of them got roped into buying a 24 row planter. Okay. It sat parked in their yard for a year because they tried to pull it into field. Couldn't get it in. Good, couldn't get it over the culverts because they didn't have the room to turn and the culvert weren't wasn't uh, wide enough. They went back, hooked up to their old either 12 or 16 row, finished the year and uh, sold the 24 row planter. But apparently there was a big push up there. They were trying to sell more of the 24 row planters and got a hell of a deal on it and sold it a year later with zero acres on it. That is unfortunate. I yeah. might have done a little dirt work. Well, but I, the way he talked, he'd have had to done it on every field he had. Yeah, that's going to suck. But, you know, maybe you could at least, like, take front end loader up there and just, like, make you kind of a low spot in the ditch. Yeah, you, you would think, but wasn't worth it to this guy. Or try to back across it. I don't know. May, maybe he has... Deep ditches. I mean, it I rains mean, he's a lot. He's got to have there. some kind of deep ditches. It rains a lot up there. I'm taking y'all's 24 row planters across fairly deep ditches. Yeah, I am too. You just be careful about it. it should be all right. Yeah, she ain't gonna roll. No. <laughs> Sound good. But yeah, no, I, I thought that was interesting. Okay, well, Royce, uh, before we get off of here, because we're we're probably about that time. Okay. We've we've got a few minutes we got to cut out apparently, um, but thanks a lot, Haley. Way to go, Karen. Um, so let's give us an update. How are you coming along with the planting season, boys? Well, corn, we're looking pretty fine. Seed Milo, we're looking just. Are right. you are you a hundred percent on your corn? Probably seventy five. Are to you a hundred percent on the corn that needed to be planted by now? Yes. Okay. We are where we wanted to be on corn at this point. I wanted to plant yours on June 15th anyway, so I'm fine with it. Yeah. Okay. So, seed Milo, we doing good? We're doing good. Got her in the ground? Got her in the ground, got her up. Okay. Impressive. Um, How are we sitting on cotton? We've got 350 acres of cotton planted. Well, that's pretty good. It's a pretty admirable number. How many, how many were you going to plant? considerably more than that oh oh yeah that was like that four thousand number wasn't it uh, yeah it'd be pretty close so percentage wise 10 percent ish seven to ten percent okay okay is that gonna be okay is that gonna be a surmountable problem 
Uh, if it dries up this week, yes. Okay. If well, it dries up this week, we can get get a lot of cotton in the ground in a timely manner. The problem is the forecast does not tell me that it's going to dry up this week. You know, as previously mentioned on this podcast, and I've told everybody, I prayed for rain, it came, I'm not, I'm not I am not. You I got to let bitching. her go. I'm not bitching. As long as you don't bitch about that 90% return rate on your cotton seed, I'm not going to bitch about the rain. As long as we swap it out for corn seed, I don't care. We're going to swap it out for Milo's seed. Well, that's, can we swap out <laughs> some of it for corn seed? I'll take a couple bags of corn seed. You already took a couple of the tin you fucking ordered. <laughs> But yeah, no, I mean we're we're already looking at Plan B. Uh, we're gonna plant a lot of Milo if it stays wet. Fucking love Milo, and it's it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. I'm I'm not worried. You got combines. You don't have cotton strippers. You don't exactly. want to be planting cotton anyway. Milo should have been Plan A. You know, cattle wise and everything, you're probably not wrong. But I also like to have cotton in there in that mix. I just enjoy growing cotton. Cotton's a fun problem to have to solve because it's a problem every year. It really is. You know, your grains, it's the same thing year after year. Either you don't get enough rain or this or that. But, you, I mean, you're not looking at anything new. just seems like every year you learn something new on cotton. You're like, what the hell? Where did that come from? You know, that's that's fair. But um, I bet you plan everything to Milo. You're going to learn some shit about Milo. I'm guessing it's something we already knew we just forgot about. Probably but. not, because you hadn't grown Milo in a while. you got a whole new set of fucking Milo problems now, Royce. But we have grown a little Milo along. A little bit. But not on a mass scale, that where you true. get mass problems. Fair enough. That's, you know, the guys that plant a couple thousand acres, they're probably up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, with your, what was it, 40 acres of Milo you planted last year? You probably didn't get a lot of learning out of that. <laughs> probably not. Because you, you, I remember, it's like, I don't think it's going to come up. I don't think it's going to go. No, it's not coming up. Oh, fuck, it came up. That's it's not like, man, I don't head. think it's going to do anything. I'll be damned. You're going to have to run a combine across <laughs> that. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> those Valid are what, point. Those is your Milo experiences in the last, let's say, 10 years. 20 years. 10 to 15 years. No, we planted a lot of cotton or a lot of Milo. I was in high school, Royce. No, you were. Brandon was farming for us with us because we planted a lot of irrigated. Yeah. Oh, that'd have been 15. Yep. 14, 15. Been 15 because you held out a bunch of corn or cotton. This is the summer that I left. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, we. Leaps and bounds. Whole new problems. I'd believe it. New diseases. New bugs. I'm sure. Just a lovely crop to have to grow and harvest. Fucking A. Love it. Everybody loves Milo Harvest. Everybody loves Milo Harvest. I mean, the only thing that could maybe possibly beat Milo Harvest is corn harvest. Oh, for sure. Corn is... Neck and neck. It's neck and neck. (laughs) Yes. Sure. So you're thinking about this like a farmer. As a hired hand, you love Milo Harvest because it drags on for fucking months. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot more profitable. You mean it's a you mean it's a part-time hired hand? <laughs> it's, it's a lot more profitable for the day workers. Because it, it doesn't help Brandon at all because Brandon's on salary. 
you just go ahead and plant you a couple thousand acres of milo. I'm paying my grass rent and labor. <laughs> paying your grass rent and still making your commission. <laughs> all that all that cotton seed you turn back, fuck you guys. I'll get it. I doubt it, but whatever, whatever. Anyway. Oh, shit. Uh, text messages that I probably shouldn't read on here. Um, okay. okay, so let's do a little bit of beer trivia. All right, let's do it. What do you got? I got the old box open. Um, that one has been done. Oh, this is a softball, Royce. What cocktail often includes beer, lime, hot sauce, and clamato juice? That'd be a Bloody Mary. No, God damn it, a red beer. <laughs> Red beer or Michelada? Would you like me to give you the options? Yes. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> it was Michelada. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was you were so confident. I was so confident. <laughs> and so very wrong at the same time. Oh, this is another softball. Okay. To make the layers of a black and tan beer cocktail, what utensil do you need? Uh, make, um, what do you call that spoon? Is it just a spoon? Yes. Is it a bar spoon? I, we use a bar spoon. Okay. That's it. That one tripped me up because I wasn't sure like the technical name. A bar spoon does make it easier because it's got the funny kick. Yeah, it's got the, the funny kick to it, and then it's also got the spiral down the. Yeah, you don't really have to use the spiral. You can use the spiral, but you're going more If you've for got the a spoon. big enough shaft on your spoon with a spiral, it makes it a hell of a lot I easier. I can see that. Because it takes out some of that foam. It's, that's also what the spoon is doing. That's why uh -huh. you're pouring it on the spoon. Mm -hmm. Well, but it gets the foam out down the spiral. That way you're left with a perfect layer, so you get that nice, crisp, you. clean lines. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, it's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's a good way to burn a wet afternoon. Um, for everybody out there that hasn't got everything planted yet, um, it'll be okay. If you have got it planted, it'll also be okay. Replants are fine. It happens. All the time. Happens to everybody. And let this be a lesson to some of y'all. Maybe don't start fucking planting in April. Or do. It's fine with me. I don't care. I can get replant money. I'm all the same. <laughs> all right. Well, we want to say thanks to all of our lovely sponsors. We love them. We love them. We got the Livestock Podcast. Come on, Curtis. Do better. You got Mo Cattle. Do better. <laughs> That'll be a cool opportunity. Uh, meet Club Lance. They don't have to do better because they already have a plaque that says they're the best in Wheeler. There you go. You got Texas Beverage and Package. And Ballard Guns. If you're going on a squirrel hunt like me and Royce might be, maybe it's time to hit up Ballard Guns. Yeah. Here they've got nice electric BB guns. That's that's something something something. That's something. <laughs> Not quite the silence thermal scopes for twenty twos that we were going after, but maybe maybe a more cost effective measure. Maybe maybe you're looking for your kids to go squirrel hunting. There you go. There you go. All right. Thanks everybody. All right. See you. Love you. Bye.